Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, November 19th, 2020. Donald Trump and his henchmen are getting more crazy with each passing day as they try to steal an election before the public's eyes. We'll discuss that. Plus, Joe Biden getting on with his transition as best he can. Today, meeting with some of the nation's top governors. And finally, Georgia will remain at the center of the political universe, even as it is wrapping up its initial certification of the presidential votes, lawsuits, recounts, and those critical runoffs all still captivating political attention. I'm not sure there's anyone in American public political life who has achieved the kind of greatness Rudy Giuliani has achieved in the perception of the public to throw it all entirely away. I don't think we've ever seen somebody sort of rise to the highest heights in public perception as Giuliani did in the aftermath of 9-11 in New York City to where he was today like a madman with his hair dye running down his face as he was sweating profusely at this insane press conference he held as Donald Trump's attorney in these election lawsuits. He was trying to make an opening argument at a press conference instead of in court, which tells you pretty much everything you need to know. With the most baseless and absurd claims of election fraud that simply does not exist. The scariest part about all of this is that there's a huge swath of America that is watching this and believing every word of it. I mean, this is the divide that Joe Biden is going to inherit and be his big challenge. But what was on display today, whether it was Rudy Giuliani's rantings about Pennsylvania or his promised lawsuits coming in Georgia and Virginia, his continuing to cite big cities with Democratic elected officials in charge, of course, going unsaid was the fact that they're primarily African-American as well. Giuliani is trying to sow such division and confusion and uh, chaos into this process that actually isn't chaotic at all. It's quite obvious what happened here. There was a presidential election. Joe Biden won by more than 6 million votes nationwide as they continue to get tallied up. His electoral college margin was as big as Donald Trump's four years ago, which Trump called a landslide. It was a decisive Biden victory. And election official after election official across every one of these states says there's no fraud. But what do we see? We see two Republican legislative leaders from Michigan being invited into the White House today, no doubt, uh, so that Donald Trump and his allies in the West Wing can try and twist their arms to see if there's a way that they can appoint their own electors, Trump electors, to the Electoral College instead of the Biden electors. This comes after we learned that that whole Wayne County, Detroit area phenomenon, where those two Republican canvassers at first wouldn't certify and then agreed to certify the Wayne County vote. Again, that's the county that Detroit is in. We've now learned Donald Trump reached out to them individually, according to The Washington Post. The election was not fraudulent. The fraud is what President Trump is trying to perpetrate onto the American public right now, and he's doing it while being aided and abetted by Republican leaders in this country from Congress to state houses and by a dangerous media echo chamber that is all too happy to take his lies and profit off it. 
This is other level stuff, folks. Here's what else you need to know today. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, for their part, are trying to proceed as best they can with their transition. Now, they can't really do it formally, but notice this workaround today. Biden and Harris are meeting with the executive committee of the National Governors Association. That's nine governors, five Republicans, four Democrats, a bipartisan group. The NGA itself is, is a nonpartisan organization. And what are they talking about? Well, they're talking about vaccine distribution and how these states are going to manage the process of getting the vaccine out to all of their citizens. They're talking about mask wearing. All of these governors are from states where there's some mask mandate in place. And what Biden is is trying to do here is say he's going to start forging these relationships. He's going to start moving forward with these governing partnerships since he's 62 days away from taking over, irrespective of the antics that Trump is employing, irrespective of the fact that Trump refuses to allow his government to formally begin the transition process. Biden's out there every day trying to show the American public, A, the contrast and leadership that they can expect come January 20th, but B, that he's not just sitting idly by and actually trying to work on some of the major issues uh, facing the country. And finally today, all the counties in Georgia have now uh, certified their vote tallies. They've passed them up to the state in this hand audit that had been underway for the last couple of weeks. And tomorrow is the deadline by which the secretary of state must certify the official results of the presidential election in Georgia. And when that happens, there is then a two-day clock for the Trump campaign to come in and say, we're now formally requesting a recount. So what we learned today from Rudy Giuliani in his insane press conference is that apparently the Trump campaign is going to file a lawsuit in court in Georgia. And then separately, we may see the Trump campaign formally request a post-certification recount in Georgia. Now, the Secretary of State of Georgia said on CNN yesterday, he's not seen any evidence, none whatsoever, of widespread voter fraud. He also sees in this hand audit that's been happening that the vote tally is pretty darn close to what the vote tally was in the initial assessment and count from the counties of this vote. There are a few counties where Trump actually made up some ground, but that's not going to stop this post-certification action. And so now the question becomes about those runoffs. Control of the Senate hangs in the balance about those two runoffs happening on January 5th. The question, the political strategy question is going to become, does continued legal action, does a recount yet again of the presidential vote and Trump continuing to demand that somehow the result in Georgia is not what it is, that Biden won it, does that distract from the Republicans' efforts in winning those Senate seats? Or does it help engage and enthuse the Trump supporters in a way that the Republicans welcome it? I, I think you're going to start to see some different assessments come out of Georgia about how much a help versus harm the continued action that Trump is demanding take place in Georgia does to the Senate races in Georgia. So keep your eye on that, especially with Vice President Pence traveling to the state tomorrow to campaign in those Senate races. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.